Um, 60 have been saved by Zach Nagel for it. So we're about halfway through the second overtime. Still no score. Michigan playing for their lives. You heard it here first. WCBN, good night. Go Blue. Pandora's box is a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's oh, said If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you Babe, that means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and celebration every Thursday at 6.30. And the most wonderful news of all is, it's spring, spring, spring. It's 72 degrees, give or take 40. Sun shining, well, somewhat. Anyway, it's beautiful, and, and here comes the rush hour, folks. Everybody's heading home on this beautiful spring day. The roads are beautiful. Everybody's beautiful. Hey, guys, uh, look out for that pothole there, okay? Hey, that pothole right there, that one? Uh, uh, oh, that, that was not pretty. Uh, okay, you mind? I'm trying to do some radio, all right, please? You know, okay. <laughs> stressful. Radio is a stressful thing. Hi. So, it's spring. Pandora's Lunchbox is here, and exciting things are happening right at this moment. In fact, at the worst bar in Ypsilanti. What is the worst bar in Ypsilanti? It's the worst bar in Ypsilanti. W-U-R-S-T bar in Ypsilanti. On Cross Street, where the doors have opened for a sausage-eating contest, in fact, that benefits Fly Children's Art Center. Let me tell you how Fly Children's Art Center describes itself. A mobile, non-profit art center that brings meaningful art-making experiences to children in Southeast Michigan, converting public schools, libraries, and community centers into temporary art studios. We believe all children are inherently creative and deserve the chance to actively experiment, fail, innovate, and succeed. And this, happening right now, is a benefit for the Art Center's Creativity Lab. Now, if you go to the Fly Children's Art Center website and click on the worst challenge, 20 feet of meat, click, clink, Click on the link. It says here the doors have just opened and the challenge starts at 7.30 this evening. It says here the following hungry, community-minded sausage lovers will be converging on Ypsilanti to attempt the impossible in hopes of raising money for the Fly Creativity Lab. They're each going to attempt to consume 20 feet of meat. Asterisk. Let's see if we can find where the asterisk is. Asterisk. It says, or tofu. There is a choice of a tofu worst, by the way. Never has there been more sausage, it says here. Never has there been a more worthy cause. Give till it hurts, eat till you win. Now, if you look at this link, you will find a chance to choose your champion. Or you can chew on your champion too, but that's a whole other story. And that might be distracting and cause problems and fights. But anyway, who are some of the challengers, the champions, the would-be champion challengers who are being chomping? Chomping. There's the crowd conqueror. There is Magnum B.I., do I want to know, Captain Pork Link, and uh, Eastern Michigan University President Sue Martin. No, honestly, says here, actually, she is simply described as, in this picture, Eastern Michigan University in Sumar we trust. Now, it has two asterisks on this one. It says here, 
in Sumar, we trust, is not a single sausage-eating individual, nor is any of us, really, but a university president and a handful of trusted, bratwurst-loving advisors. Given that they have several mouths and stomachs between them, they will not be eligible for prizes, but you can still pledge to support them. Pledges, by the way, going toward the Fly Children's Art Center's Creativity Lab, as we were mentioning. Also, Angry and Hungry, we mentioned Captain Porklink. There is the Bottomless Pit, the Brat, the brat Slaughterer, excuse me, the Knife Beard Sausage Hawk, the Tofu Terror Seat, you got to have one everywhere. Terrible Terry and a fellow by the name of No Utensils. And a fellow by the name of Ypsilanti Mayor Paul Schreiber. Yes, the, Ypsil- the mayor of Ypsilanti and the president of EMU are getting in on this community challenge to eat lots of bratwurst sausages, possibly tofu if necessary. 20 feet of meat is the challenge, and it's going on tonight at the Worst Bar in Ypsilanti. You don't have to go to a backwater to find a sausage to do, do you? This is the funky transition music, which I like to call the funky, I'm going to select the correct cut transition music. Let's try that again. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to go to a backwater to find a sausage to do, do you? (laughs) Okay, I think the, uh, somebody put a sausage in the CD player here. Let's try this. Sausage 
That's one of the best songs about a sausage-eating contest I've ever heard. There were six of us, but now we are five, he sings. Not everybody can eat 20 pounds of sausage, but some people can. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and sausage and culture. And speaking of events going on around town, the Ann Arbor Film Festival is coming up. Yeah, it must be spring because it's happening. It's a real treasure, a collection of narrative films and animated films and experimental films and live performances here and there and even some 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 filmmakers talking to you about what they do and it's all happening at the Michigan Theater next Tuesday through Sunday so that's Tuesday March 25th through Sunday March 30th and I have for your sake found three films that have a food theme or at least food in the title just for your information because this is a food education show on Wednesday, March 26th at 3 p.m., there will be a series of music videos in competition. I forgot to mention music videos as a possibility. Some of the musicians, some of the music, and so, some of the music will be by people including Bonnie Prince Billy, Julia Holter, former WCBNer, many other people, in fact. And one of the films is going to be titled Long Island Iced Tea, Neat by the Coop by Kelly Gallagher. It's a two-minute film. This is during the Wednesday 3 p.m. music videos in competition portion of the show. Now, okay, we're going to look that up in just a second to see who, I think there is, an, here we go, actually some music by Sierra Rose, the Icelandic group. There's going to be a video set to their music. And Embodied by Jib Kidder, also a former Ann Arborite, former WCBNer. These are all going to be in the music video competition. That's next Wednesday. Later on Wednesday is a series who's here, here, here we go. Later on Wednesday is a series of LGBTQ films, The Out Night. Films in competition says here the 13th annual program of LGBTQ films featuring recent documentary, experimental, and narrative works. Wednesday at 9.30 p.m., including a film called Cakes to Killa, No Homo. Says here, an electrifying portrait of a young artist determined to create and live life on his own terms. Born Rashard Bradshaw, hope I've pronounced that correctly, Cakes to Killa is a 22-year-old hip-hop artist. As an openly gay man, he's not your run-of-the-mill rapper, but he just might be your new favorite. So that's one of the films in competition during the Out Night, Wednesday, March 26th at 9.30 And one more food reference, Strawberries in the Summertime. This is part of Films in Competition. There are films in competition every night, but one of these nights is Sunday, March 30th at 3 p.m. New experimental and documentary films, including one called Strawberries in the Summertime, in which a -a two-and-a-half-year-old boy revels in all things tiny and huge on and around a farm. That sounds quite lovely and very springy, as a matter of fact. That's a 16-minute film by Jennifer Reeves, part of the Films and Competition that's going to be on Sunday, 3 p.m. This is all part of the 52nd Ann Arbor Film Festival going on at the Michigan Theater, Tuesday, March 25th through Sunday, March 30th. Yes, it is, in fact, spring. We will be seeing bees. They will be making honey. This is true. It will happen very soon. Honestly, I know it's Michigan, but it will happen. Yeah. And they're going to be dancing a little dance that uh, uh, ornithologists, I think, are the ones who study bees. Beenithologists? Bornithologists, I think, are what they're called. And they're going to be doing a little dance that uh, is often known as the honey bop. They call the bunny hop, now the cats are in a trance, so they wanna do this bop. 
She stopped. I'm getting mixed messages here. That's okay. It's spring. Love is in the air. It's really cold. Love is in the air. I'm freezing. Mixed messages. It's all good. We're in this together, man. That was uh, Wanda Jackson. Always good to have an album with an exclamation point in the title. Rockin' with Wanda. Honey Bop. Yeah. Happy New Year to those celebrating No Ruse, by the way. Nowruz marks the first day of spring and the beginning of the year in the Persian calendar, sometimes called Persian New Year, sometimes Iranian New Year. Now, aside from Iran, says Wikipedia, it's also celebrated in cultural regions that came under Iranian influence or had migrations by Persians, including Azerbaijan, Kurdish-inhabited regions of Turkey, Iraq, and Syria, western Afghanistan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, and Uzbekistan. The traditional table setting I'm very interested in for uh, Nowruz includes seven specific items beginning with the letter S, known as haft sin, I hope I pronounced that correctly, that signify life, health, wealth, abundance, love, patience, and purity. These items are also known to have astrological correlations to planets Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, and the Sun and the Moon. The items include wheat or lentil sprouts representing rebirth, a creamy pudding made from germinated wheat regarded as holy and symbolizing affluence, an apple symbolizing health and beauty, the dried fruit of the lotus tree standing for love, garlic regarded as medicinal and representing health, sumac berries signifying the color of the sun and the victory of good over evil, and vinegar representing old age and patience. There are other items as well on the traditional table to celebrate this holiday, this special day, including a hyacinth plant, which is a symbol of fertility, or a continuous chain of human progeny, uh, various dried nuts, berries, and raisins, coins representing wealth, lit candles 
representing enlightenment and happiness, a mirror representing cleanliness and honesty, decorated eggs representing fertility, and traditional Iranian pastries, a bowl of water with goldfish, very essential for the Nowruz table, it says here, rose water, which has magical cleansing powers, it says here. All of these to celebrate the Iranian New Year, the Persian New Year. Happy New Year to all of you celebrating it right now. Happy New Year to you. A little information on the Afghanistan celebration. Nowruz is widely celebrated in Afghanistan, also known as Farmer's Day. The observances in Afghanistan usually last two weeks. So happy, happy New Year to you. And I found another song about something happy, which is about bees producing honey. Another song about honey. There's no no bop necessarily, but there is a child involved, I think. You will never win wonderful charm. But I love to hold you in my own. Only you can feel me like you do. So hold that kiss for a long, long while. You know I love you, honey child. I love to hear you whisper low. You know you really thrill me so. Only you can thrill me like you do. So please don't put me on that shelf. You know I cannot help myself. I am happy as a baby boy. You ain't nothing but a bundle of joy. Only you can thrill me like you do. Bend your legs and pigeon toes. You know I love you, goodness knows. But I love to hold you in my own No one can thrill me like you do So hold that kiss for a long, long while You know I love you, honey child I am happy as a baby boy You ain't nothing but a bundle of joy Only you can thrill me like you do Bend your legs and pigeon toes You know I love you, goodness knows. Yeah, thank you, Fats Domino. Still kicking. That is Honey Child. Yeah, that's that's good, 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 good. It's spring. This is recorded in the mid-50s, and it just sounds so fresh and new today. Just babbling, pardon me. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Coming up at 7, face the music. You won't want to miss that. In the meantime... Some other exciting stuff happening. The Nain Rouge is coming up on Sunday. Folks are going to be outside having a parade in Detroit when the temperatures are in the 20s. This is Michigan spirit, folks. This is Detroit spirit. The Nain Rouge, what is all, what is it all about? Well, first of all, when is it all about? It is all about, like, this Sunday at 1 p.m. in Midtown Detroit. The parade is along Cass Avenue between Canfield and Temple Streets. As many as 3,000 costume revelers are expected to participate in this. So what is it? Well, the Nain Rouge, the Nain Rouge, well, Nain Rouge is French for red dwarf or red gnome. Can I say that? It's hard to speak it. It's hard. It's tricking me into speaking difficult fully. It's a mythical creature that originated in Normandy, France. But in the U.S., it haunts Detroit and is feared by residents as a harbinger of doom. Skinner, 1896 reading the uh, references here. Its appearance is said to suggest terrible events for the city. 
The Nain Rouge appears as a small childlike creature with red or black fur boots. It's also said to have blazing red eyes and rotten teeth. Skinner, 1896. The creature is said to have attacked the first white settler of Detroit in 1701, Mr. Cadillac himself, who soon after lost his fortune. The creature is also said to have appeared on July 30th, 1763, remember that day, before the Battle of Bloody Run, where 58 British soldiers were killed by Native Americans from Chief Pontiac's tribe. The small tributary of the Detroit River, which still flows through what is now Elmwood Cemetery, turned red with blood for days after the battle. It is said he was seen dancing on the banks of the Detroit River. Famous multiple sightings occurred in the days before the 1805 fire, which destroyed most of Detroit. General William Hull reported a dwarf attack in the fog just before his surrender of Detroit in the War of 1812. Didn't the National Weather Service issue a dwarf attack advisory? I think so, just the other day. So look out. Another woman claimed to have been attacked in 1884, describing a creature as resembling a bam baboon with a horned head, brilliant restless eyes, and a devilish leer on his face. Another attack was reported in 1964. Wow. Other sightings include the day before the 12th Street Riot in 1967, and before a huge snow and ice storm of March 1976, when two utility workers are said to have seen what they thought was a child climbing a utility pole, which then jumped from the top of the pole and ran away as they approached. More recently, in 1996, according to an article in the Michigan Believer, which I read religiously, the the noon, I can't say it, the Nain Rouge was spotted by two admittedly drunken nightclub patrons who claim to have both have been heard who both have heard that, that that I can't speak claim to have both heard a strange cawing sound similar to a crow coming from a small hunched over man who was fleeing the scene of a car burglar, burglary the creature was described as wearing what looked like a really nasty torn fur coat so what we must do you see during the Nain Rouge parade is to banish the Nain Rouge from the city, so there must be no misfortune for the city of Detroit or any areas in the, com- in, the, uh, in, in, the, in the community. At the conclusion of this parade, an effigy of the imp is destroyed, thus banishing the evil spirit from the city for another year. And in fact, to celebrate, there is a D- Detroit dwarf logger named in honor of Nain Rouge. So if that all makes perfect sense to you, then you would want to go to Detroit this Sunday at 1 p.m. in Midtown, the parade for the Nain Rouge to banish the imp from Detroit is along Cass Avenue between Canfield and Temple Streets. As many as 3,000 people could show up, and it's going to be in the 20s, so dress warmly and crazily if possible. Nain Rouge is the pronunciation. I've had a hard time with that. One website says Nain Rouge will also accept brat. I guess he is a brat, right? But he's not a brat. We've been through that. It is the worst, isn't it? This is Pandora's Lunchbox, five minutes before seven. And uh, if it's music you want, if it's food you want, if it's love you want, it is spring, well, just reach out for it, huh? Do you want it, baby? Come and get it. Better get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? Cause I got a lot. Everybody comes from miles around Cause they know I got the hottest hash in town Do you want it, baby? Come and get it You gotta get it while it's hot Do you want it? Well, come on and get it You gotta get it while it's hot Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? I sure got a lot 
I got a special sale on stew. Written guarantee it'll satisfy you. Do you want it, baby? Come and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Now, do you want it? Come and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? I sure got a lot. Wine is wine, water is water. Look what you can get for just a quarter. Want a baby? Come on and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Want it? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? Cause I sure got a lot. You can have anything you wish. But I'd like for you to try some of my fish. Do you want it, baby? Come and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Come on and get it. You gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? Cause I sure got a lot. I got string beans, onions, potatoes, and garlic. If you eat that, it won't give you the colic. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Do you want it? Why don't you act like it? I sure got a lot. The shortest thing about a hog is his grunt. The best thing about my joint is my hash. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. I'm selling hash, and that's no trash. Mighty good, so lay it on the wood. Do you want it, baby? Come on and get it. Gotta get it while it's hot. Thank you, Julia Lee. Oh, yeah, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Thank you for listening. Coming up next, it's Face the Music. And one last reminder, right now at the Worst Bar on Cross Street is the Great Worst Challenge. People are going to try to eat 20 feet of meat, including the mayor of Ypsilanti, the president of EMU, and a guy named the Kraut Conqueror. So many people, so little time. Thank you for listening. And one more thought. I believe there was a cow-cow that was trying to boogie away from the, from the worst competition because he was concerned about being eaten. Let's find out how he did, huh? Ella Fitzgerald? Yeah. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Out on the plains, down near Santa Fe, I met a cowboy riding the range one day. And as he jogged along, I heard him singing a most peculiar cowboy song. It was a ditty he learned in the city. Get along. Get hip, little dog. Get along. Better be on your way. Get along. Get hip, little dog. And he trucked him on down that old fair way, singing his cow cow boogie in the strangest way. Coming to ya ya yeah. Coming to yip till ya yeah. Singing his cowboy songs, he's just too much. He's got a knocked out western accent with a hard touch. He was raised on local weed. He's what you call a swing half breed. Singing his cow cow boogie in the strangest way. Come at the come at the 
now Get hip, little doggy, get long You better be on your way Get long Get hip, little doggy As you chucked it on down The old fair way Singing the cow cow boogie In the strangest way Coming to ya, ya, ya Coming to yip, to the ya, ya Singing this cowboy song She's just too much He's got a knock that western accent With a Harlem touch That cat was raised on loco weed Jackie's what you call a swing half-breed Singing his cow-cow boogie in the strangest way Come at come at the yippee Get, 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 get along, little doggy Better be on your way Ella Fitzgerald Thank you, Mike. Always good to hear from Ella. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is R. Wolf, R. Wolf, and I'm so pleased to be back on the air. Thank you, Weston Hughes, for covering for me while I convalesced last week. I'm feeling pretty good, and I've been waiting to dish some music out. I must say, Weston did a beautiful job with this show. He's a, a remarkable fellow. And I am most grateful. Dedicate this broadcast tonight to Weston and also to my friend Alex Belhaj, who is celebrating the release of his album. One week from tonight, Alex Belhaj, Crescent City Quartet, performing live at the Carytown Concert House at 8 o'clock, exactly one week from tonight. I'd like to open face the music with a, a recording by King Oliver and his orchestra from 1930. near the end of the King Oliver story. Usually when we hear the term boogie-woogie, we think of eight beats to the bar, and we think of a certain kind of a heavy-handed style of piano playing. This is called boogie-woogie, and I think they were just talking about, uh, well, it's a stomp. <laughs> 